0: Welcome to Achieve More, the High Performance Transformation Podcast, where I help people and teams overcome challenges and achieve peak potential using neuroscience and high performance skills, tools, and approaches. My name is Michael Shiel, and I'm a high performance coach and transformation consultant. I have over 22 years of experience in coaching and consulting to people, teams, and organizations to help them improve and achieve more with what they have. Okay, today I want to uh, address what I'm going to do is talk about a framework to address the major causes of overwhelm and burnout and turn yourself around. Now, I admit I, I created this framework to really address burnout, but it still works on overwhelm as well. And if you think of overwhelm and burnout as sort of sliding sliding uh, scales of gray, uh, that the same sort of approach, the principles and the framework will work. Last couple of podcasts I've taken a look at I've talked about when you're feeling stuck what you can do when you're feeling overwhelmed and when you're feeling burned out all right so t- today's by the numbers I'm going to tell you what I'm going to talk about today uh, I'm going to give you the four main reasons that burnout occurs I'll give you three principles to consider when addressing it uh, for yourself I'm going to introduce to you a four-step framework that will help you assess whether you are or will be in burnout and give you four considerations when you're going through the framework so before we jump into that, let's just talk again about uh, burnout. What is burnout? So uh, according to the World Health Organization, I'm going to use their, their definition. Burnout is a syndrome conceptualized as resulting from chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed and is characterized by three dimensions. Number one, feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Number two, increased mental distance from one's job or feelings of negativism or cynicism related to one's job. And three, reduced professional efficacy. So you're exhausted, you're mentally distant from your job, and you're feeling uh, that you're really not uh, effective at what you're doing. And this all comes from an overload of basically a sensory overload, uh, a whole bunch of things happening. So we're going to talk about that. Let's jump right in. All right, let's talk about the four main causes of burnout. Now. Before I talk about the four main, these these are from my perspective and from my, from, from my experiences, the four main ones. It really depends because each person is different, each person experiences it differently, and there could be something outside of this that you see. Uh, but the first three of these four major causes I'm talking about, the first three are from my own experience with my clients. The fourth one is a summary from some really good research on this. So number one, boundaries or lack of boundaries. From what I see, this is a major cause of overwhelm and burnout in the clients that I, in some of the clients that I've worked with. It's their inability or their unconscious lack of setting boundaries. And inability is either they don't have experience at it and they can't do it, or they're in a setting where they feel that they're not allowed to, they feel that the, the culture doesn't allow them to be able to set boundaries, to be able to maintain their focus and work on, on, on fewer things. They feel like they need to be able to take on more and more work. I see this concept paired also with a desire in those same people to serve others, to do better. Maybe they they consider themselves people pleasers. They just want to prove that they're good at their job. And this leads to taking on too many things. They don't have the ability to say no or set boundaries. They They feel like they need to take on more and more to either prove things or because it's being asked of them. That's number one, lack of boundaries. Number two, lack of separation of home and work in a virtual setting. Uh, This is, uh, and I say in a virtual setting, because this has happened a lot during the pandemic. If you recall from last week's podcast, I talked about the fact that um, from five years ago, from two years ago, from three years ago, the, the feeling of overwhelm and burnout has increased. And part of that challenge are some of the dynamics that came up during the pandemic when more people started to work from home. People are, if you take a look at the statistics, people are working longer hours. I know from working with many of my clients, even those that don't feel overwhelmed or burnout, They find it hard to sort of switch off uh, when you're working at home to say, okay, I'm stopping work now and I'm starting home now. There isn't that mental capacity to transition from what they were working on before and letting go of all those emotions and looking forward. They kind of, they, they sometimes find it hard to change gears and to turn off what they were working on before. And that leads to your brain consciously focused on work things and it's working it over and over and over and it's not turning it off. Uh, Number three is what I'm gonna call a lack of homeostasis. I've introduced this concept before homeostasis. Uh, My neuroscience professors uh, taught this to me. It's basically the four or five things that you need to do to maintain, uh, to achieve a calm alertness. So neuroscience professionals will tell you that the the body is best um, activated in a state of calm alertness, that your systems are calm, that you're fully alert, and that you can move forward in a variety of different ways depending upon your situation. And the things that you need to achieve that calm alertness are nutrition, sleep, movement, exercise, and mindfulness. Again, that's nutrition. So good nutrition, good sleep, general movement. So not sitting still, not sitting in your desk for eight or 10 or 12 hours a day without moving exercise. So that's really active exercise, short, intensive bouts of exercise and mindfulness. So that sort of thing that lets you uh, be alert and calm, in dealing with stressors. So many of my clients talk about what I've noticed really is a trend that they say yeah I know those things are important and I'll get to them but I can't always quite get to them and sometimes I don't and it's a lack of, uh, of achieving that homeostasis on a regular period that can start to bleed into overwhelm which can also sometimes lead into burnout. So those are the first three those are from my own personal experience. Boundaries, lack of boundaries, lack of separation of home and work, lack of a homeostasis. The fourth one I wanted to mention, uh, I think is is really important. Uh, It's from some really good research into burnout. Uh, Burnout researcher, uh, um, Professor Christina Maslach and her co-author Michael Leiter, uh, both from uh, different universities, I guess, they've identified six mismatches that they feel between a person and a job that can lead to burnout. So this is from their research that there's a mismatch between who you are as a person and the job that you're doing. Uh, So one of those is the first one is workload, that the presence of high job demands and inadequate resources to complete the job together can lead to burnout. Number two, low levels of job control. So if you're in a job where you're not given the appropriate level of responsibility, you don't have uh, access to the tools that you needed to do your job well. Number three is insufficient reward. So lack of regular acknowledgement and or financial, social and or intrinsic rewards. Uh, The next one is low social support, so high levels of workplace conflict and low levels of interpersonal trust. The fifth one is absence of fairness, so unfairness in areas such as inequities in workload or pay, inappropriate handling of promotions or valuations, and poor uh, conflict resolution practices. And the final one is a conflict in values, that your personal values and goals aren't in line with those of the organization. So I would say, uh, in, in my experience, if you have those things aligned with some of the other factors that I've already talked about, those can be those can really help sort of start to, to get you downhill towards uh, towards the burnout. All right. Before I jump into that four step framework, um, here are three principles to consider when thinking about, gosh, am I am I going towards burnout or am I burned out? Number one, burnout is not easy to detect. The fact that up to seventy seven percent of us are burned out at any given time. And I don't think anyone chooses to be burned out. It's just not an easy thing. It can creep up on you. It's insidious. Lots of research has shown that. So if if it does happen to you, uh, it shouldn't be a surprise because, like I said, it happens to 77% of people, and many of us don't see it coming. Number two, everybody burns out in a different way, and I would argue from my experience that people can burn out in a different way each time they burn out. So each person is different, and each incidence could be. could could be completely different so there's no common path and research has has shown this That there's no common that you must have these three things these these sort of factors in order and that leads to burnout it happens differently for each person Uh, number three the thing to do is to help to help you figure this out and to help you get over it is to reach out for others so we know uh, just quite frankly being around other people uh, we know from research helps you deal with feeling isolated and feeling insecure and feeling like you're included more. We're very social people, so having that social inclusion is important, just generally all around. But really, where I like it is a friend to talk it through and to help you analyze it. Um, Frankly, as a coach, most of my clients will tell you that one of the biggest benefits they get from it is not necessarily the knowledge that I pass across to them, but it's just having that time to stop and talk it through and think it out loud and having someone to bounce ideas off of, and that is a relief off of their shoulders. But also, you might you might consider if you're really burnt out and you're having and it's having a terrible effect, um, you might want to reach out for some professional help as well. It's it, there is a huge stigma to within society uh, about dealing with mental health challenges and burnout in a very significant way is absolutely a mental health challenge. Okay, so I talked about that burnout is not easy to detect. Everybody burns out in a different way, and reaching out to others is really useful. So those are sort of three principles to consider. Now I want to give you a short four-step framework that will help you uh, address overwhelming burnout. And this isn't a shocking sort of rocket science sort of thing, but this, these steps help. Uh, number one, assess. So I want you to assess whether you think you meet in or all of the conditions. And honestly, you can do, once you understand sort of those, those three definitions of the three factors that go into burnout, you sit back and you think, okay, do I have anything that's leading me to that? So, you know, one of those is feelings of energy depletion or exhaustion. Are you exhausted? Are you continually exhausted? Are you exhausted at a chronic level? And there's three kinds of energy that uh, I've I've, I've written about this before, that there's three different kinds of energy to think about. There's physical energy, there's mental energy, and there's social energy. Are you exhausted across all three of those? Do you feel isolated? Do you feel like you don't want to be with other people? Uh, Do you feel like you you can barely get up? Do you feel like you can't get through? And and this is from a work perspective. Do you feel like you, you just don't have the energy or the desire to get through your work? If you want to assess, so, so point number two about burnout is it's an increased mental distance from your job or feeling a negativism or cynicism. Do you feel completely cynical? Do you feel negative? Do you feel like you're not getting any good, you're not, you're not getting the results that you need to, you're not doing anything good? Um, you know, why is that? Number three, reduced professional efficacy. So, you know, if you felt that you were being effective before, but you're not now, That's the kind of thing to ask yourself. What's changed? Is that really happening? Or is this just negative thoughts in my head? Am I just questioning myself? Is this really happening? So that first thing that I want you, the first step I want you to take in that four step framework is assess. Sit back and assess whether you think you can meet any or all of those conditions. Write it down, journal on this. Journaling does a whole bunch of great things. One, you can go back to it later, but we know from lots of neuroscience research that journaling helps us process thoughts and helps us process things uh, as we write them down. The other reason why I love journaling is that if you do, or when you do, reach out to somebody, to a friend, to a coach, to a professional, to talk through, gosh, is this happening? Am I sliding into burnout or I feel burned out? If you've got it written down, you'll be able to talk about it much more clearly. Uh, number two, Step number two is cause. Think through the potential causes for those symptoms. So it's not the symptoms that we worry about so much as the causes. We don't want to put, we don't want to put a band-aid on it. We want to think about Uh, What is actually causing it? So if you're exhausted, what is the cause of that exhaustion? Are you sleeping properly? Are you eating properly? Are you exercising? Are you finding time to have a balance in life? Can you not do those things? Are you exhausted at work because you're in back back to back to back to back meetings? So think about the causes, assess which is so step number one was assess, assess which or of, of those three factors that lead to burnout do you have? Number two is, is figuring out the causes. Number three is control. And this one is so super important. Are the causes within your control or not? So there are a variety of stressors. Some of them are internal, some of them are external. Some of them are internal and in that you might put stress on yourself. Or pressure on yourself to do more, to do better, to live up to standards that you believe are there or maybe there. Some of them are external. It's, you know, the, the, the volume of work that's coming your way, the number of clients that are coming to your organization. There's a, the, the people that you work with, the, the fact, you know, the pandemic or other external, big external events. You can't control some things you just can't control. What you can control is your reaction to them and how you can address them. But first it's considering what are the factors that you're that are impacting you and can you control them or not then the fourth step no big surprise is determine determine what you can do to address the factors you can control so if you're exhausted because you're working less you're sleeping less than say six hours a day if you're exhausted because you're working 10 hours a day and they are back-to-back meetings or perhaps you're working from home you take a short break where you eat dinner in front of Netflix and you go back to work and you never give your brain a rest. So there's, there's reasons there. So if you determine that those are the reasons why you're exhausted, then you need to take a stop. You need to stop and think about what can I do to turn that around? And the reason why is, is burnout doesn't solve itself. Burnout does not solve itself. It will not go away. What will make it go away is you taking action, you doing some thoughtful reflection and then taking action and is based upon that, that this four step framework will help you address that. So step number one is assess. Step number two is determine the cause. Step number three is determine whether you can control them or not. Step number four is to determine your actions. What can you do? Okay, so four things to think about when you're determining your solution. Um, Are there situations or factors that are causing the stressor? What are they? How can, you, uh, how can you stop those factors if they're happening? So, for instance, if it's uh, emails that are coming at you nonstop, what can you do to actually stop those emails from coming in? So, for instance, in that particular situation, I actually coach my clients to stop looking at your email and only look at your email once or twice a day. Now, obviously, everybody's situation is very different, and maybe you can't do that. But the first thing to think about is, are there situations or factors that are causing the stressor that's impacting you number two how am i reacting thinking or acting when those factors are present so i want you to write that down so again say we'll we'll pick an exhaustion what are the situations or factors that are causing the stressor of exhaustion well the factors could be that i work 10 hours a day the factors could be that i keep looking at, at these thousands of emails that are coming in and that i don't get more than six hours of sleep a night well, what am I how am I reacting or thinking or acting when these factors are present? When I'm working this that 10-hour day, what am I thinking? How am I reacting? Am I frustrated? Am I angry? Am I moody? Am I depressed? What are the things that are present and how is that and, and how am I talking to myself? What is my self-talk for that? Number three, are there activities or actions I can take to deal with immediate stress or challenges? And then number four, Is there a way that I can reframe my mindset to more positively or appropriately deal with that situation so that it doesn't lead to negative thoughts or actions? So there you go. So number one, think about what the situations or factors are that are causing the stressor. Number two, consider how you're reacting or thinking or acting when those factors are present. Number three, can you deal with that immediate stressor or what's leading to those stresses? And then number four, if you can or can't, is there a way to, to deal with them? Is there a way that you can reframe your mindset to more positively or appropriately deal with that situation? And I'll give you an example for that. Again, let's talk about that emails. Thousands of emails coming in and you don't feel like you can get to them all. Uh, ways that you can deal with that. Uh, you, you can't stop people from emailing you, but you can stop how you react to them. And you can stop and change when you look at them and what you do with them. Okay that's everything I wanted to talk about today. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. Again, I gave you four main reasons that burnout occurs, talked about three principles to consider when you're dealing with it, gave you a four-step framework to help you assess whether you are or will be in burnout, and gave you four considerations when you're going through the framework. Uh, That's everything I wanted to talk about for, for today. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. My goal is to help as many people as possible learn how to improve, transform, and achieve higher performance for themselves and their teams. So if you like what you heard, I invite you to like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast if you want to hear more at Invictus.coach forward slash register. Invictus.coach forward slash register. And if you do right now, you'll get access to two different documents that can help you achieve a little bit more. One of them is more about organizational team performance, and it shows you the four main ways that you can achieve higher performance in your team right now. And the other one is the Six Pillars of High Success, and that document outlines the six areas where high performers create daily habits to achieve clarity on their goals, become more productive, achieve more, and enjoy more success and more fulfillment in life. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you have a great week.